Hello everyone, Carter here, bringing you another episode of Out of the Hourglass, presented by Nolan Consulting Group, a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners and contractors like you visualize their goals, develop their teams, and build sustainable growth. Today's episode features a longtime Summit member, Meg Cook, president of Painters USA in Chicago. Meg joins NCG coach Colin Nolan to discuss becoming WeBank certified. For those not familiar with WeBank, it stands for the Women's Business Enterprise National Council. And if you're looking to get your business WeBank certified or interested in learning more about the council itself, Meg has all the answers for you right here. Thanks for listening. And as always, don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show. Our guest today is Meg Cook. Meg is the president of Painters USA in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, This is a company she co-founded with her husband, Paul, in 1976, and has been working full-time there since 1998. Mm -hmm. She's been a Summit member since 2007 and is here today to talk about becoming a WeBank certified. And so welcome to the show, Meg Cook. Thank you, Colin, very much. I'm glad to be uh, here. Yeah, thanks for having us. So um, I, I, I kind of want to just get started off. So what, what is what, what does WBENC or WeBank stand for and promote for those like myself not, not too long ago who didn't know really what that meant or what it was? So WeBank is a national certification um, for supplier diversity that a lot of corporate and government agencies have um, spend and quotas that they need meet and need to meet. Um, but WeBank stands for Women Business Enterprise National Council. And that um, you have to go through a certification process, which is um, can be difficult and probably should be. Uh, just because they want to make sure that you are who you are and are Uh able to take advantage of some of the programs um, that are out there. Mm -hmm. So so what was the original reason for getting certified? Uh, We were starting to do, um, as we were transitioning from residential into some commercial, especially property management, Uh, Somebody had um, mentioned to Paul that they knew I was in the office working full time, doing all the finance, that if we were got the certification for the women owned business, then that would just be an extra check on his pre-qualifiers for getting bids. We still have to come in and bid correctly and be able to do the job, it's an add-on that we can differentiate ourselves from other commercial painting companies. So it was a request by a a customer. And how long ago was that? Uh, That request came back in 2002. Took me a little while to, um, to, to get my head wrapped around what that would all mean. Uh, we've been certified for the last five years and, um, and the certification is, uh, it's a eight page document that ends up filling a four inch binder of materials. And then that includes a site visit as well as um, to just make sure that you really are who you say you are. Mm-hmm. 
so between 2002 and I guess well, I guess 2015, that was yeah. when you were you were thinking about it, and then when so when when how long of a process was it once you actually started going through it? How long did it take? Um, so the process probably will take a minimum to get all the paperwork together, to get everything. Um, it, that's it. That's at least an 80-hour project to pull all of that together. Wow. We did get there was a certification that a lot of the states have through the Department of Transportation, which is called DBE for, or it's a terrible name, Disadvantaged Business Enterprises. Um, once I got through that, then I knew I could pass any other certification we needed, and. Um, it was a little more difficult for me because I drank the Kool-Aid that some people told me that I would never get certified because I didn't start the business myself, that I was hmm. actually in business with my husband. And when I became majority owner, I just, I was given wrong advice and that's gotcha. where the delay was. And I would never do that to anybody because it just was such wrong advice. <laughs> Yeah. At that time. Wow. So, Good um, thing that, that we're, ha we're having you on to spread the right information, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and um, and so and then again, we were still kind of residential as well as commercial. But as I said before, when we tr were transitioning in to commercial and industrial, that's a big um that was a big commitment and a big deal for some of the work we were looking to become engaged in. Mm -hmm. So what what are some of the benefits that you guys have experienced as a result? Uh, it's, we are turning into uh, relationships, um, relational, um, you know, developing relationships with larger corporations. Um, the WeBank has two national events, and when you go and participate in them, you begin to see the same people in the supplier diversity and inclusion from mm -hmm. companies such as American Airlines, Shell Oil, Coca-Cola, Raytheon. And by going to that, you can turn what should be um, maybe a transaction into strategic and relation and relationship building. And hmm. that's been our biggest advantage. Um, I or that actually, I should say it's a two-way street. I, I get just as much out of it as some of the corporations get um, from us as well. So what do the corporations get from you all? Uh, so certain corporations um, like American Airlines, Shell Oil, they um, have lofty uh, supplier diversity and inclusion goals. A lot of these corporations want to be sitting at a um, billion dollar round table where they are doing millions to billions of dollars with diverse companies. Uh -huh. And um, again, you, you go and you have to perform and then they will keep inviting you back and doing other work and they get to count that towards their corporation's gotcha. um, goals gotcha. and some of it is set by the government as well mm -hmm. and then obviously what you guys get out of it is you get 
business. Uh, but yeah, and then obviously more more relationships. Yep, yeah. uh, business, more relationships. <laughs> These will turn into maybe multi-year contracts called master service agreements. And, um, and then if you do work in one location and because we have a national footprint, then we can we can be referred into another location in another region that mm -hmm. say um, GM works with and and uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I think I, I think I remember we when we had the grand summit in Austin, you you ha either had just been there or were headed back there for yep. I think it was in a, a, this this kind of group uh, meet up, right? Yes, correct. We were just gotcha. there for their national conference. That's where the national conference moves from region to region. Um, WeBank has 14 different regional partner offices so that we are certified out of the Chicago, which is Women Business Development Center of the Midwest. But there are regional partner offices that we are affiliate members with in Dallas and in Houston as well. And um, it just gives an opportunity to get involved um, with all regions. And you're not restricted to where you are physically located. Once you mm -hmm. are certified, you are certified nationally. So you can take advantage of all 14 um, regional partner offices, all their events and what they have to offer. Mm -hmm. So that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So are there state and national certifications and are they different right um so we bank is a national certification okay there are other local certifications that you can get um you know as an example there is the city of chicago certification or cook county certification um but we bank the national is just that it is national um there may be some certain types of work that do need local certification what we do does not need local certification at this time gotcha okay but some so, some people that are, are listening to this might might yes. be really interested in, in their local organization Correct. right yeah especially gotcha. okay. if especially if anybody wants to get into some government work then then it may be um it may be worth looking into other um certifications that mm -hmm. the cities or the counties have to offer mm -hmm. okay um are there any downsides that you've experienced so far as a part of being a part of a we bank no, no? <laughs> I have not. No, um, mm -hmm. they have. They have so much more to offer than just the um, being able to meet with corporate. They offer so many educational programs as well, and they work with major corporations such as Toyota offers a um, a mentorship year round mentorship program. I've been able to take advantage of um, Tuck University, which are two, I've gone to two different, I call them mini MBA classes through Dartmouth. And um, that is all offered for women-owned businesses through gotcha. WeBank. And um, Robert Half has a leadership um, 
conference that you can join. So I, I've seen no downsides to WeBank mm. whatsoever at all. Wow. High praise. <laughs> it yeah. is. Huh. It is. So what, is there, was there a cost, besides your time, of course, was there a cost associated with, with this? Yes, there is, because it is, um, um, there are, the regional partner offices um, do certify this, and there is staff. There are fees that you do have to pay, and it does slide on your revenue scale. So it could be anywhere from maybe a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars to get certified and recertify every year. That's another thing that you do need mm -hmm. to maintain um, your certification, especially if you are working with larger corporations or getting work and that the certificate is renewed on a yearly basis. Gotcha. Okay. So if you're going to get it, you might, I mean, you might as well make, make the most of it, right? Correct. And yep. Yeah. Try and yep. really just plunge into it. Yeah. Um, what What were the most difficult obstacles to overcome in getting certified? Um, just getting the paperwork. Uh, one of the one of the things that you are asked to um, show is three to five years of of revenue, W twos, um, and and if I and and how you like for my instance i needed to prove how i purchased the stock in the company so gotcha. just getting all that paperwork in order is that was the most difficult truly mm -hmm. sure i can imagine so um that that actually that probably brings up another question i have so you obviously own the majority of panniers usa yes now, correct yep yep so what's what's the plan for like let's say 30 50 years right down the road where we, you're likely no longer the owner how does um, the, the certification would expire right um well it could unless the if i would transition out mm -hmm. um a woman or a group of women need to have 51 percent ownership and control in the company and it and mm -hmm. so it can be multiple women and um oh. and so how we are developing this is it's it's giving us something more to think about it's not just not that succession planning is simple by any means but this adds a whole new realm to of course it does <laughs> succession planning yeah um you can't you can't just and um especially in a construction world that is heavily male oriented that is also um you know so it's it's going to be an interesting it's already started discussions on how yeah. we are looking at what what is the next 10 to 15 years going to look at what is like what is my involvement um, who am I transitioning to and how is this going to be set up so that we can continue to um, leverage the work we do and our certification? Yeah, that's, that's a pretty big deal, right? I mean, if, <laughs> if, if all of a sudden you guys were to no, no longer be certified, so what, what percentage of revenue would, would kind of go away? So that's um, a better, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> right now, 40%, actually so 39.9%. 40... 39. <laughs> wow, so 40% yeah. of your revenue is the result of this certification. Uh, right. So wow. our fiscal year is April for, you know, begins April 1st. So we're just coming off the um, exterior season, but it's been kind of an interesting thing that I have been um, developing metrics and putting in uh, the results by region, by sales rep, and by quarter of what it is. And I'm expecting it in the winter, we may go down a little bit just because mm -hmm. there's not the big exterior um, work in the agricultural world that we may not get the revenue from as much. And, um, but it's, I was hoping for 15%. And the first time I ran the numbers we were at, uh, 33% and this year we're at 39.9%. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Um, it's, it's been really impactful. I mean, yeah. much, I, mean I, I always knew that this, this was a big part of, <laughs> of Painters USA, but I didn't know this is huge. It is, it really mm. is. <laughs> so, so for those- Makes me feel you, good. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure, it should, it should. So who would you recommend look into something like like this? What If someone is, is listening to this and they're going, I don't know if this is for me, or I, I don't know if, I mean, should I do this, shouldn't I do this? Who? What, what kind of business or company would you recommend looking into it? it a company that is able to provide a um, service or solution to commercial and industrial um, large companies. Uh, this would also be if you're doing government work, if you are, are looking to, you know, I'm just thinking of the companies that I know that are able to go in and pave and line stripe major parking lots for, um, I want to say like Raytheon or Lockheed Martin or even on wow. army bases or Navy bases, anything in the government and um, realm, if anybody's doing anything, that's huge. And if you've got a lot of corporations or are able to provide a service that um, that is needed, like painting, like specialty coating, like asphalting and and roofing, that would all qualify. Yeah. So is is there like a um, a business like a uh, a minimum business size that you would recommend before considering? Like that you should be able, you should like you know, your business should be X big in order to sustain the process of the certification. Or should anyone that's starting? I guess you said in the beginning you needed to have a couple years of W2s, right? You do, but and but you can um you there are ways if you have only been in business for a year or less, then you may have to show your private W2s or your private financials. Okay. And I don't think that there's any minimum. It's your okay. capacity of how um you can perform the work and the capacity of how much work you want to do. Mm -hmm. And my only other like when I talk with other women and other businesses, I think the one thing that is important, and Andrew will love me for this, is you need to make this a line item in your budget. <laughs> you need, this is yeah. like part of your marketing. This is part of your, um, how are you going to go after? And you just can't 
do this on a wish, a hope, and a prayer, you need to be intentional and you need to create a budget for it. A budget for the, for the, the expense? Yeah, yes. for the expense yes. that is going to yep. cost, right? Yep. 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 And and then be very intentional about right. what you, you mean. If you're going to make it a line item, you, you better make the most of it, as we said before, right? Right. I mean, there's many local, like if you are in any area across the country, whether you're in Baltimore, whether you're in Florida, whether you're in California, um, there are local events that don't cost, but it's still going to be your time traveling to that and your time away yeah. from the business to create more business and you just need to be um intentional about creating funds for that mm -hmm. so what advice do you have for those considering joining or for those who may have just joined in any as you look back anything that you wish you you knew i um wish i knew how to engage my local, they call it regional partner office, um, RPO, better. I, I didn't even know they existed. I beeped. <laughs> and they were, they are to this day such a um, wealth of knowledge and help. That is their job to, to work with you and to get you to dig in deep. Is this something that is right for you? Um, and I just really wish I would have uh, engaged them sooner. Sure. And I guess you would say attending those conferences were pretty a Absolutely. They have two conferences. One is called Summit and Salute, and that is held every March. And then they have the National Conference, which is held in June. And it they what they do is they offer um, workshops, uh, roundtable discussions, and um, you get into, once you're certified, you're in their system, and corporations are able to search you out by you know your your NAICS codes, your NAICS codes, and mm -hmm. you um, have the opportunity to get one on fifteen minute one on one meetings with um, corporate. Mm -hmm. And those two are the biggest events, but they're the costliest. And then as the local ones usually are free, or you just have to pay for travel and parking. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean it. It sounds like my big takeaway here is decide if it's right for your business. And if it is right, mm -hmm. decide if it's the right time. Correct. If it's the right time, then go full in. I mean, make it make go the, the line yep. item, a lot of the time, attend the conferences. You got to go all in on it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, Meg. Well, thanks so much for taking the time here. We appreciate it. Thanks, Colin. You bet. Have a great day. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm located outside Philadelphia, PA. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.